Hello and welcome to Early Childhood Ireland's podcast. Our podcast features interviews and discussions on all issues relating to quality early learning and care with a range of speakers who are leaders in the areas that matter to Early Childhood Ireland members. I'm Maura Corbett and I work with Early Childhood Ireland and you're most welcome, as always, to this final episode for 2021. It's been a roller coaster of a year again. And to wrap up, my colleague Melitza decided to turn the tables a little bit and take over from me asking the questions. So I'm going to hand you over to her now. So hi, Melitza. Hi, Maura. Hi, everyone. Um, so as Maura said, I'm Melitza Atanaskovich and I work with Early Childhood Ireland. And I am going to attempt to host today's episode. So if you listen to the podcast regularly, you'll know that Maura is the wonderful host. Um, but I'm excited to have the opportunity to turn the tables on you, Maura, and to chat about the podcast during 2021. And I suppose to give you some time to share your insights. Um, so as you say, Maura, it's, it's been quite a year again. It's been quite a year. Yeah, yeah it really has. And mm. Now, you know, I love a podcast, um, but I really do prefer being on the other end and listening. But having said that, I have been a little bit envious of some of the discussions um, you've had this year. Um, so many different topics. You know, there's some important key takeaways for you, Maura, from this year's podcast. I suppose... It, it's so weird to be answering the questions rather than asking them. So um, I'll, I'll I'll do my best. I'm I'm good at talking. Everybody who knows me knows that. So I suppose I've really enjoyed the podcast. I've really enjoyed kind of developing it and seeing the the journey that it has uh, been on since September of 2020 when we published the uh, the very first episode. I suppose. The early episodes, uh, those of you who've been listening from the beginning will know, were kind of standalone and uh, they were great, great kind of bite sized They were quite short. And uh, the aim of those was to, I suppose, highlight some of the areas that we wanted to cover and in a, you know, a succinct way, um, have some points to ponder um, and uh, encourage reflection in our educators. So for 2021, we decided to to do themed series, and I've actually really enjoyed that because it has given the opportunity to go a little bit deeper into the areas that we cover. And it has also enabled us to explore some multiple perspectives. So I suppose one of the we started the year with a four series, um, a four episode series on um, caring for the under twos. And in that series, we spoke to Dr. Geraldine French, Lillian Joyce, uh, Colette O'Donovan and Sarah O'Leary, who from Cork, who had been the winner of the pedagogical uh, leader of the, the year, the previous year. And hearing those perspectives from people who uh, lecture in the area, who have done a lot of research, a lot of thinking, um, and that idea of the slow relational pedagogy, that really resonates with me because I think, and I think with us as an organization, because I think we all know that babies and toddlers need to be slow. They need 
time. They need time to explore. They need time to figure things out. They need time to ask their own questions. They need time to be uh, cuddled and spoken with and played with and, you know, giggle with and, you know, nappy changing shouldn't be the conveyor belt. And hearing um, Colette talking about the importance of those caring, loving interactions and Lillian about the environment. And then I thought Sarah stitched it all together really well with, you know, and this is how you can do this in practice. And that's something that really matters to me is that it isn't a research podcast. It's a practical podcast that um, I hope that enables us to kind of take the best from the research and then apply it so children um, experience the, the benefits of, of all of that research. And I think we saw that the other uh, series that kind of stands out for me was when we talked to some of the, the winners of, of last year's awards. Um, some of you will remember um, Audrey Fagan's absolutely gorgeous but so simple learning story about two children in um, her setting who were uh, one was nonverbal and the other uh, didn't have a lot of English yet. And to see uh, she called it more than words. Talking to her was just so beautiful. to see. And that it was the slowness again there enabled Audrey to see these children interacting and then Rebecca Kelly talking about how she managed partnership with parents in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, um, Rebecca. I always remember I always remember Rebecca because she's so passionate, mm. you know, and um oh just the love and the passion and just the importance of the relationship with the parents. Oh, it just oozed through that podcast. Really remember that yeah. one. Um, and it's one of the things I've often said. I said so often when I'm talking to the educators for the, the podcast, you know, I, I approach people initially by email and then ring and have a chat. Yeah. And with practically every single one of the episodes with the educators, I've ended the phone call saying we'd have the podcast done if I had only recorded this call <laughs> because they, you know, they're passionate. They know it. They're engaged with their parents, the children, their community. Um, and, you know, they're just they're just wonderful ones. The same with the one with Audrey, the one with Sarah was talking to Valerie yeah. Gaynor um, yeah. uh, or Ladoyle. There have been and practically every single one of them. The episode would have been recorded if I had recorded the um, the, the conversation pre-actual recording. Um, and then I suppose the other the the other bit then it's kind of like bookends, if you like. It's the last episode, the last series that that we did that started with Laura Lundy and Anne O'Donnell on children's participation and showing the kind of quite simple practical applications. Because I think when you're working with children under three or four, you can think the idea of them being involved in the running of the setting is daunting and maybe impossible and they're too young to know. And I think talking to Kathy Steenson and Brefni Cusick and Joni Barron and Sharon Skehill showed the simple everyday ways 
that they involve children in, in their setting. And I think, you know, for me, certainly that was uh, inspirational and uh, hopefully for the, the, the listeners. So yeah, there have been I, so I, many I, standout episodes, but oh, they're totally. some of the highlights. Yeah, I mean, I particularly, I, I really loved that one. Um, I'd actually been a little bit involved, as you know, Maura, um, it, with with Anne O'Donnell, um, and you know, I, I definitely have a little crush on crush on her brain, and I, <laughs> you know, but um, it, even what Laura Lundy was saying in the podcast, you know, that that messaging around, you know, just you know, do something. It's it's better. It's sort of better better than nothing. And you know, I think she, when I was listening, she kind of re, really reassured you that actually, you know, just start. Um, yeah. And then, you know, it'll come and, um, you know, definitely it's something then having the subsequent podcast to sort of listen to. And um, as you say, it sort of puts that into practice, you know, you have this framework to then see how that that works. Um, you know, so, the, it, uh, you know, as you say, there's been so many um inspiring kind of aspects of the podcast in the last year you know and so many um really pieces that are very much rooted in the practice but then you know the sort of theory piece that you can start to sort of weave in or, or look at a little bit differently um is there anything I suppose is there anything that when you think about it that's really really inspired you or something that you really thought oh I I didn't I didn't expect to hear that or you know that's something that you really kind of took away with you I think uh it's not one I've kind of alluded to it already <laughs> it's, it's the the talking to our members about the work they do because I mean Lord God the past nearly two years have just been um so challenging and time after time after time people come you know they kind of say we'll never manage this it's going to be awful we, we you know we've never done this before and then they sit down or go for a walk or whatever mm. and kind of put the thinking caps on and uh, talk to the other educators and they say well how about we try and you know they're just I, I think they're awesome. And I mean that in, you know, as in awe, because they're they're resilient, they um they're creative, they're inventive. And to me, that's been inspiring because yeah. you know it's a it's a you know, we all know the difficulties. And in the 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 last episode we did with um I did with Gillian Moore, you know, talking about valuing staff and that yeah. you know the importance at the end of the year of and that it can be the simple things we, you know, we all wish that there was the magic wand and we know that there's progress being made on pay and conditions and so on. But that it can be, you know, sometimes very simple things like, you know, a thank you or an acknowledgement in a newsletter or, you know, um, recognizing your achievements in front of parents. And there's they're quite simple things to do, but that can have a big impact on somebody's. Uh, confidence and and self esteem, but I you know I think as a sector where, you know, maybe we say it so often that it sounds like it's kind of uh, like a uh, a mantra, but it's because we mean it that they they um 
you know, that's just that resilience and creativity and the commitment to CPD. And um, that, to me, has been uh, the most inspiring. So, you know, talking to members, we spoke to Kathleen Cash about um the commitment to transitions that they that uh, she and Lorraine have in in their setting and you know again their ideas around Christmas so okay COVID means we can't have parents in the setting and you know we saw that with Rebecca Kelly as well you know COVID means we can't have parents in the setting how can we meet parents outside the setting yeah. Um, is that a Christmas market? Is that videos? Is that, uh, you know, whatever, um, whatever they can come up with and the creativity that that um, generates. And, um, you know, hopefully some of those things will stay with us uh, in yeah. the post-COVID world when, whenever we get there. I think when jo- Joni, I'm, I'm nearly sure it was Joni said it in in. Um, her podcast, she was talking about not not being just child centred, but individual child centred. And and I suppose when I look back as well and kind of listening to the podcast through the year, it's even just children's rights really underpinning so much of the discussion, um, whether, whether it was, you know, quite deliberately speaking about children's rights or whether it was just weaved through, you know, um, and also, you know, the, the sort of partnerships with families, peace um, and, and really the awareness, I suppose, of educators of, of how important it was, as you're saying, to sort of have those alternative type connections. And, you know, I really think the sector is really led in, in that space. Um, and it led previously, but it's continued to sort of lead in that space. Um, and, you know, it's I think it's, it's that bit of, you know, if you see a value in anything, yeah. if you're stopped from doing it, you'll find another way to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, if you see a value in outdoors, for example, and the weather stops you, you find another way. You create covered spaces, you create the transitional spaces. Yeah. If parents aren't able to come into settings because of, of COVID, well, then, you know, how are we going to create those partnerships in an, in another way? If we value yeah. transitions and we can't do that by having the local teacher visiting the preschool or the preschool can't go to visit the junior infant classroom well then how are we going to do that another way and I suppose that's a key thing for me is um, you know seeing the value in um, whatever it is we hold dear and then finding other ways of doing that if there's an obstacle put in our path and you know Heaven knows COVID has been such an obstacle, yeah. but it has also generated yeah. amazing creativity of thought. Yeah, absolutely. It's that living, living your philosophy, you know, living your philosophy, exactly. no matter what, yeah, what, yeah, what barriers are, are, putting it are well. thrown at you. Mm. So, Maura, what, what lies ahead? What does 2022 planning look like for the podcast? Well, you'd want <laughs> to see my desk at the moment. There are <laughs> all kinds of post-it notes and uh, <laughs> jottings about um, thoughts and thinking. So, um, and I mean, there were many plans we didn't get to in 2021. So we'll carry those forward. Um, I have, there, there's nothing set in stone yet for 2022 beyond that um, the podcast will continue. Yeah. 
and we're always open to any suggestions that our members have around speakers or topics or areas that you'd like to see covered. So, you know, feel absolutely free to contact us at any time or comment on our posts on social media or email us or or whatever we, you know, we want the podcast to be as relevant and as um, meeting members' needs as it possibly can be. Well, Maura, I just want to take this opportunity for thank to thank you um, for for hosting such, I suppose, such insightful and, and wonderful podcasts in 2021. Um, I think podcasts are just such a wonderful way to you know, absorb some some learning um, on the go and and to get you thinking. And it's de- they've definitely got me thinking. And I hope that they've also got the listeners thinking um, and we'll have more listeners in, in 2022. So thanks so much and looking forward to what happens in the future. And thank you, Millie, for <laughs> being my guest stroke <laughs> interrogator today. <laughs> No, I've, I've actually enjoyed <laughs> that was tongue in cheek, as you well know. Um, I, I've, I've actually enjoyed being on the other the other side of the mic, so to speak. And uh, and actually, who knows, in 2022, face to face podcast might be possible, uh, even though I've said to people, I don't you know, we're just so used to recording these on Zoom. I, I don't know what I'd do if I had a real mic in front of me, but uh, <laughs> we'll cross that bridge and hopefully it arises. So, uh, so Millie, thank you so much for this opportunity to be on the on the other side. And uh, as you say, thanks so much to all the listeners. We're delighted with the response. You see our updates on social media from time to time about the number of times it's been downloaded and it's I think heading for 3000 downloads at this stage. So that, you know, that's really good. So thank you very much. Have a lovely Christmas and we hope you'll join us in 2022.